0: Hi, I'm Dominic Insinius, Leader of the Heart. I want to welcome you to the Heart Podcast. Thank you for letting us be a small part in your journey of faith. I hope this message today encourages you and strengthens you. Big things can happen when we expect God to move, so I pray today that God would speak to you through this message. Today we are starting a series called At the Movies, and it's one we've done before, and a bunch of churches do uh, do this, but we, uh, I love being able to do it because I love, love, love watching movies. Um, uh, I love going to the movies. I love watching the same movies over and over and over again. I love quoting movies. And so as we get started into this series, I want to give you all a little bit of a glimpse, uh, if you don't already know, of kind of the the amount of movies that me and my family watch. I grew up watching uh, a bunch of movies. And so with this series, what we want to do Is we're going to take a look at a few movies, and I encourage you to watch them. You don't have to. You can do. You know, you live your life. You can do whatever you want. But the movies that we're going to be talking about, they're uh, they're they're adventure. We're going to be focusing on adventure movies, and I'm not going to tell you the movie until the Sunday. Okay, so no one knew what movie we're going to be talking about today because I want us to watch it this week. Okay, so um, I want to start with. uh, something that is big in my life, and I don't mean for it to be, but I have a lot of inside jokes. I get told a lot that, you know, there's inside jokes, or I'll say something, you know, to one person, everybody else is like, okay, do we get to know what that joke is? That happens a lot. It happened this morning, several times. And so I, what I want to do is there's an inside joke that me uh, and uh, a group of us have that I want to let you in on so you can be a part of the inside joke, okay? So just follow along with me here. There is a movie called The Lord of the Rings. Don't worry if you haven't seen it. It's not a big deal. There's a part in Lord of the Rings that me and uh, a friend of mine were trying to remember what the line was. Okay, And if you've you've seen Lord of the Rings, you'll recognize the line. If you haven't seen it, (laughs) I'll sound like a total nerd. Or I might anyway, but you know what I mean. The line is uh, that one of the characters was talking to the other. And he says, I wish, we, I wish we had some taters. They're going to eat. He's like, I wish we had some taters. And Gollum is a character on Lord of the Rings. He says, what's taters? Um, and, well, the line is, what's taters precious? Uh, but you have to know a little bit about Lord of the Rings. He says, what's taters? And the guy says, potatoes. So we were at breakfast with a friend of mine. And uh, we, I, was, uh, uh, I didn't hear what he said, okay? He said something. I didn't quite hear it. And then I said, potatoes and I said, "Do you know where that's from?" <laughs> and he had just said the previous line. He had just said, "What's taters precious." So when I said, "Uh, potatoes," I said, "Do you know where that's from?" He's like, "Yeah, I obviously know where it's from I just said the line." So now the inside joke that you all are in on now is anytime you say something that it's obvious where it's from, you say, "You know where that's from?" <laughs> you don't have to. But now that you now you understand it, if you hear me say you know where that's from? Okay, so now we're really getting into it, I promise. The movie we're going to be talking about today, I'm going to give you a line from the movie to see if you get it, and then I'll give you a really obvious line from the movie, okay? And if you, if you get it, don't shout it out yet, all right? The line is, all right, guys, blues, riff, and B, follow me for the changes. Anybody, if you know it, can you put your hand up? Okay, uh, okay, let me give you another line. Doc, you're telling me that my mom has got the hots for me? anybody know what it is yet? A few more? Man, uh, Great Scott. Does anybody know what that is yet? Okay, I'll just tell you. It's Back to the Future. And I know that came out about 100 years ago, but it's a great adventure movie. It's got some nostalgia depending on when you were born. And so I want to talk about something that happens in Back to the Future. I want to talk about our decisions, the decisions that you and I make that might seem small, that might seem um, trivial, but the decisions that we make, how they can impact our life, how they impact our relationships, and how they impact our faith. I, uh, I started thinking about, you know, thinking about the kind of decisions that I make, and I was trying to think of examples of when, you know, little decisions I've made kind of impacted my life. And I thought of one, and it's very small, but maybe you can relate to this. So I... I uh, for a lot of my life, I have been the kind of person that uh that easily overeats or not overeats on purpose, but i'll i 'll put something on my plate, and in my mind i'm like, I am not done until this plate is empty. is anybody else kind of like that yeah you know, i'm not i'm not done until everything is off this plate, and then i'm going to get seconds and then i'm not done again until everything is off this plate so there was this one time where i uh, uh I was going through going through something and i I made a decision. It was dinner and dinner time and I was hungry. And I was like, you know what I feel like having? I feel like having a Whataburger. So I'm going to go get Whataburger. And I'm going to really Whataburger out. I will out burger you. You know what I'm saying? So I'll, you know, double meat, double cheese, grilled jalapeno. I'm getting hungry now talking about it. You know, grilled, uh, grilled onions, uh, mayonnaise and mustard. That's a game changer. You know, fries. Give me all the spicy ketchups you have in the restaurant. Whatever, right? So I do that for dinner. Then the next day I wake up. Don't eat breakfast. And for lunch, I'm like, you know what I want? I want Whataburger. What's the big deal? Y'all, I did that for four days in a row, lunch and dinner at Whataburger, and it, it made me sick. It made me sick to my stomach, and I had to dodge Whataburger for like a month afterwards. And if you know anything about me, I love some Whataburger. But it's one of those, it's like one of those things, right? People call it a cheat meal for a reason, right? It's not a cheat meal at Whataburger if I'm doing it eight meals in a row. That seems like that's the routine. And so maybe, maybe you can identify that as far as maybe the food in your life, but what else in our life? That's what I want you to be thinking about while we're together today is where in your life are the decisions that you're making resulting in what's happening to you, right? So I can look at a, a small little sliver of my life when I ate Whataburger for my meals and big Whataburgers and all the sodies, right? If I, when I was eating Whataburger for all those meals in a row, I saw pretty quickly how that was going to affect my future and that's what I want us to be thinking about is the decisions that we make help to create our future and I want you to ask yourself are you creating the future that you want are you creating the future that you want with the decisions that you're making right if you remember back to the future and I want you to watch it this week but if you remember back to the future or you haven't seen, kind of the the theme there is they time travel, it's about time travel, and the different decisions that people make will affect the future that happens. And if we make certain decisions, something goes away. If we make certain decisions, a relationship gets stronger, a relationship gets worse. From the decisions we made, our faith can grow or it can be shaken. The decisions that we make in our life can take us to different cities, different jobs, and I, I think a lot of times, if you're anything like me, a lot of times we think, well, it, it's the big decisions, right? I'll I'll really focus when it comes time to a big decision. If I need to get a new job, okay, I'm really gonna focus because this job is going to affect my future, and it's true, it will. Right, We're going we're gonna to move. We're going to buy a house. We're going to get an apartment. We're going we're gonna to have to move. We really got to focus on this decision because this decision affects our future. And you're right. It does. You're going to date someone or marry someone or you're planning to have children. Those are big decisions. You got to focus on that because those will affect your future and they absolutely will. But I'm not talking about the big decisions today. I'm not talking about the big things that we as a, a family are gonna run into all together. I, I wanna talk about today is the small decisions, maybe the decisions that we don't pay attention to as much. The ones that happen on the day-to-day basis. The ones where we, we, we kind of pass it off as like, well, that's not, a, that's not that big of a deal, or uh, that won't, it won't hurt anything if I just have this today, or if I just do this right now, or if I just do this in the moment. And I want us to live in the moment. I want you to be in the moment. I want you to be present where you are in your faith. I want you to be present where you are in your relationships, at your job. I want you to be enjoying where you are in the moment. But I also, and maybe it's just for this week or maybe just for today, is is, what would it look like if we said, okay, maybe what would it be like if I was intentional just today with the decisions that I make? I, I don't think you need to become a control freak, and you don't, you, know, you don't need to, you know, everything you do, this step over here is going to, you know, change everything, and not the butterfly effect or anything like that. But are we being intentional with the decisions that we're making? Because they have the power to create our future. Here, okay, I wrote this down. Our decisions today shape our tomorrow, pretty simply put. The decisions that you make today are shaping your tomorrow. They are. And what I want to do is I want to look at a, a particular verse today that is about uh, a man named David, uh, of, famously of David and Goliath. You may have heard the story of David and Goliath. David was a young man, and he has some pretty big highlights in his life. And what I want to talk about a little moment a singular moment that happens along the story that you might be familiar with you probably are and if you're not that's okay it's right before David's big claim to fame where he kills Goliath David is this you know young man and Goliath is this huge person ready for battle on whoever the enemy is the Philistines and they you know there's this battle getting ready to happen and you know the Philistines and and the Jewish people, they're getting ready to fight, and this guy Goliath comes out. This is a paraphrase. Please do not quote me on any of this. Goliath comes out, and he says, okay, instead of the, they talk about it, They say, instead of these armies fighting, what about if you all just sent somebody to come fight Goliath? Right? One person versus one person, and whoever wins will call it. And they did that because Goliath was this giant of a man. It would have been impossible for him to be. And in fact, everyone was scared. Everyone was afraid to fight Goliath. And so this, everyone is kind of prepped for battle and kind of waiting around. David happens to show up because his brothers are ready for battle. He's not ready for battle. He's there to deliver a message. So David shows up. And David gets kind of bothered because he's like, who, who, is, this, who is this person who can say these things about our God? The God of heaven's armies. Who is this person that is allowed to talk about our God in this way and still be standing? And so we're going to pick up at that part of the story. So I'm going to read in chapter 17. We're going to look at verse 34, but I'm going to start at 32 just to kind of get you warmed up. All right, here we go. Don't worry about this Philistine, David told Saul. I'll go fight him. Don't be ridiculous, Paul replied. Saul replied, there's no way you can fight this Philistine and possibly win. You're only a boy, and he's been a man of war since his youth. Okay? That's what, that's what he's up against. There's no way you can win. You're a tiny little child. This guy's been trading for war since he, was, since he was young. Now, I want you to listen to David's response. Now, when, 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 I, when, I, when I talk about some of the... And this is, maybe this is just for me, so I'll just put it out there, and if, if this is, doesn't affect you, then no worries. When I talk about some of the the quote-unquote heroes of the faith, right, you have like uh, David, uh, Moses, and when we talk about Jesus, sometimes, at least for me, sometimes it's hard for me to be like, okay, well, I don't know if I ever have like David level of faith, or I don't know if I could ever be like Moses, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to get through this week, you know, I got counseling coming up, you know, they don't talk about Moses counseling sessions and how he was doing, you know, with his relationship, you know. So sometimes for me, when I talk about the heroes of the faith, some of these big name characters who have done these big faith things, I can, almost, I can almost kind of shy away from it like, well, I, I don't know if I can relate to that level of faith. I don't know if I can re- really be into you know, that decision or that kind of thing as much as Moses was or David was. But if I can, just for and I'm going to do it for myself and I want to just for you, if, if, that, if that connects with you at all, just for this moment... For this part of the story, I want us to see David not as the David he would become, right? King David and the giant slayer and all of these things. Before all that, David was just a young man. He was a young man working at home, and he was a shepherd, okay? He would take care of the sheep. So now that we've said all that, let's jump back into how he responds with what he's being tasked with. Not even tasked with, he's volunteering. He's volunteering. And he's being told he can't do it. He's being told it's impossible. Watch how his faith responds to this. Okay, this is verse 34. But David persisted. I've been taking care of my father's sheep and goats. When a lion or a bear comes to steal a lamb from the flock, I go after it with a club and rescue the lamb from its mouth. If the animal turns on me, I catch it by the jaw and club it to death. I've done this to both lions and bears, and I'll do it, I'll do it to this Philistine for he has defied the armies of the living god. The Lord who rescued me from the claws of the lion and the bear will rescue me from this Philistine. Here's what I see here in the context of what we're talking about today. Okay? David walking into this isn't seeing the same thing that all the other soldiers are seeing, okay? He's not he doesn't he's not bringing the same fear that everyone else is bringing. And I think at least part of it is from this series of decisions that he's been making before he even had to come up and face Goliath. Because when he's back home taking care of his sheep, and a lion or a bear or whatever predator comes to steal the sheep, David doesn't have time to gather the the war party. He doesn't have time to strategize to how to protect what he has. He jumps into action. And it sounds like every time something like this happens, at least the way he's saying it here, is he's ready to protect what needs to be protecting. He's ready to protect what he has been in charge, placed in charge of. And so what I see is this pattern of when there is trouble, when there is a threat to something that matters to me, I act upon it. And so all that has happened. So by the time he gets in front of this Philistine, by the time he gets in front of Goliath, now Goliath is just another threat to what David has said is important to him. So it's this practice of action that sets up David to be able to act. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see that? It's this practice, this, this, this consistency of action. Where now David, David doesn't, David's not even asked to take action. He's ready. I'm ready. Put me in. Where is he? Give me a couple of stones. Let's take this guy down. Now maybe you don't have those types of enemies in your life. But we all have things that we are afraid to face, right? We all have these Goliaths in our life, whatever the decision is that's coming up or the, you know, the talk we need to have with someone or these things that seem too big for our current state of faith. These things that they seem too big for how strong this relationship is right now. And so we can shy away or we can fade away. We can say, I don't know if I, I'm, not, I'm not ready to deal with that yet. But I would propose that those things are difficult for us. Some of those things in our life are difficult for us because because we're not as practiced as maybe we could be or want to be with our decisions. Making the choices to set up the future that we want. Now, maybe David David wasn't thinking of, I want to be a giant slayer, right? I want to be a war hero in the future. Maybe not, maybe not. But he definitely, at least what we can tell from the story here, what we're pulling from the story here, okay, what, what we see here, he was definitely the kind of person that said, whatever needs to be done, I'm going to do it. Whatever needs to be done to protect what I'm in charge of, what matters to me, what my father has given me, I will do that. And I promise you there are areas in your life where you make decisions for a good reason and you make decisions that are healthy for you. You know, sometimes I uh, talk about future Dominic, past Dominic, right? Past past Dominic is not very helpful uh, for uh, future Dominic being rested the next day, right? <laughs> I, I like to stay up late, later than I need to, all the time, all the time. I, I'm, I'm envious of people who are like, hey, it's 8.30 p.m., we need to start getting ready for bed, start brushing our teeth, you know, we'll put on our, you know, noise machine. Um, let's really start, you know, everybody calm down, you know, turn off the blue, you know, no screen time. I'm like, what are you kidding me? You know, or I'm the person that's like, all right, right. I'm, I'm, ever since I was a kid, just fight and sleep. Anybody else like that? I'm just like, you know, what else? The next YouTube video or maybe I should start this show. It's like 2 a.m. I'm like, I could start the show. I'm getting a couple episodes, whatever it is. So past Dominic is not very helpful to future Dominic because he'll stay up late. I'm like, waking up at 6 a.m. tomorrow, that's future Dominic's problem. I'm sure he'll be great. I'm busy having a good time right now. So I wonder, for future you, what what decisions you're making right now, the decisions you're making today, are you setting up future you to be in good shape, to be in a good place here? to have a stronger faith, to have stronger relationships, to make wiser decisions, or to, or, or to, to be in a better place in your life, whatever it is, whether it's finances. Does the curr- is the current you making decisions that will set up the future you to be financially well off? I don't know, maybe you are, maybe you aren't. I mean, not every decision, right? You don't have to save money on everything. I wrote this down, too, if you're taking notes, is living just in the moment. If we live just in the moment, I was talking earlier about being present where you are. That's key. Being present where you are in your faith. Being present where you are in your relationships. Understanding where you are currently is absolutely crucial. But if we are living just in the moment... That can remove the intention that we bring, right? It removes our intention of becoming who we said we want to be, not who you're supposed to be. It's not about obligation. It's not about, uh, you know, shame on you. You should make better decisions than that. It's up to you. You're empowered. You're empowered to make these decisions in your life. You're empowered to grow your faith, to grow your relationships. You don't have to. You're not supposed to. You're not obligated to. You're empowered to. And the way we do that is we bring intention to the decisions that we make. Intention to the decisions that we make in our life, even if it's a bad decision. Even if you say, okay, I'm going to stay up late tonight, and I'm just going to do it. I'm going to be tired tomorrow, and that's okay. Fine. That is a decision with intention. Maybe you can't do that every night. You could probably do it on Friday night. Even a bad decision, or bad is even subjective, right? Even a decision that doesn't always line up with exactly what you said, if it's done with intention, then at least you're paying attention to it, right? Anyone who's ever been in debt financially probably has some kind of story of how we just stopped paying attention to how much we were spending and how consistently we were spending it. Happens all the time. Even It happens all the time to me is what I meant. Even every couple of months, I'll look at uh, the statements. I'm like, wow, that is a lot of going out to eat. I did not know we were going out to eat that much because I'm just living in the moment, baby. I'm just living it. Mm-hmm. Swipe, swipe. You guys hungry? Swipe. I'll take that bill. That's the card. It's a credit card. So if I'm just living in the moment that I'm removing the intention that I have for what future Dom, what I want future Dominic to be able to experience. See, I want Dominic, I want Dominic in the future, future Dom. I want future Dom to have really strong faith. I want future Dominic to be one of the most reliable people that you can know. And so if I want to have really strong faith, and I want to be a very reliable person, and I know that's something that I want, not something anybody has pressured me into, not something somebody has told me I'm supposed to be, if I know that's something that I want, then how can that affect my decisions today? How does that affect how I show up to church? How does that affect how I show up to prayer? How does that affect how I show up to reading the Bible? How does that affect how I show up to giving and generosity? It brings intention to it. Okay, I want to have strong faith. What are some decisions that someone maybe who wants to have a strong faith would be making right now? If someone had, it it was super easy to trust God with their life. What decision would they make? And then maybe I can try to do that. And sometimes I make that decision and sometimes I don't. Sometimes I bring intention, and sometimes I don't. And so what I want for you, and I want this for myself, is even if it's just for today, maybe this week, maybe the rest of your life, but even if it's just for today, what if you said, all right, this decision I'm about to make with this meal, this decision I'm about to make with this phone call, this decision I'm about to make with this prayer time, whatever it was, you said, okay, I'm intentionally going to do this or not. I'm going to bring intention to this decision. Because I said that I wanted to be like this in the future. So if I'm going to be like this in the future, what decision can I make today? Maybe David did make a promise to himself. He wanted to be a great man of faith. So what are the things that he would do to set himself up for that. That's how intentional our decisions can be for our future. Last thing I uh, I wrote down here for you is the power of creating your future, and this is true, the power of creating your future lies in the the small decisions you'll make today. It's absolutely true. It's that simple, and it's that serious. Because if we're not intentional... That small decision that we make today to spend a little bit more money than we thought we would or to eat a little bit more or to skip that workout or to skip that conversation that would probably be wise to have or or maybe to say something that you really didn't need to say. But if we're not intentional with those things, then it'll come up again. It'll come up again. I guess I always point to food as an easy one because that's something that we do multiple times a day. It's decisions that we need to make multiple times a day. And so if we're intentional about it or if we're not intentional about it, either way, we are creating a future. We are empowered to create the future that we want. If you want to have a strong faith, you can and you will. And it doesn't start with a big faith decision. You don't have to come up here and, uh, and, you know, we'll throw water on you. And now you have faith. Now you've done it. Then you'll start floating off, you know, off the platform. And then you're super holy. No, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. That's not how it works with any of us. We grow our faith by choosing to. We grow our faith by making a choice today, right now. You being in this room, listening to this, watching this. This is a small decision that goes towards you growing your faith. You're doing it. You're in it. I'm literally preaching to the choir. So how can you bring this to the different areas of your life? How can you say, okay, well, this is who I want to be. This is what I want to do. So what decision can I make right now? That's what I want to challenge you with. That's what I want to challenge you with today and for this week is how and where will you bring intention to the decisions that you're making in your life? Because if I can see, if I can see, if I can look at my life, and this happened like 18 years ago, this Waterburger incident, that's how burned it is into my brain. If I can look at my life and see this little tiny thing and know, okay, these decisions... Maybe once every, every once in a while, Whataburger's not a bad decision, am I right? Amen, you know what I mean? But if I can see how quickly I'm affected from making that same decision over and over and over again, then how can I pull that into my life and say, okay, well, I want to be a man of faith. I want to be someone who easily trusts God. So what are the decisions I can make? You want to be somebody that easily trusts God. What are the, what's the decision you can make today? Maybe today, you can choose to trust. Maybe you don't feel all the way. You don't. I don't know if I can trust God in this, or I don't know if I can pray for this. I don't know if I'm ready to pray for this. But what if you said, okay, I'm just going to choose to trust just today in this moment. I'm going to choose to trust God. I'm going to choose to pray for something and then leave it there, not keep com- not keep coming back and worrying about it, right? keep coming back and and fretting over it. Just for today, you're going to choose to pray about something and then leave it with God. Just leave it. What could that do for your faith? How could that grow your faith in the way that you want, in the way that future you is going to experience that? If you could real quick, I want you to close your eyes and bow your heads. I want to pray for you today. Now, before we pray, I want to challenge you as well. I want to challenge you for today, at least for today, if not this week, to bring intention to the decisions that you make today. To really examine a decision that you make and how that might be affecting future you. And if you feel like you want to take that challenge, it's a challenge I'm going to take this week. If you, if you feel one, you want to take that challenge, on the count of three, put your hand up. Everybody's eyes are closed, so don't worry about it. If you want to take that challenge, on the count of three, put your hand up. Let's do it. One, two, three. Put it up real quick. Okay, go ahead and put it down. Let's pray together. God, we are so grateful. We're grateful to be here today. Grateful to have a God that looks out for us, that sees us, that knows us, that loves us. God, you have empowered us to be who we are. You have empowered us to grow into who we want to be. You've empowered us with the faith that comes from you. So God, I pray that without obligation and without guilt and without shame, that we would look at our decisions and be able to see, open our eyes to be able to see, to help us to create the future that we want with our faith, with our relationships. So we love you for that, and we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Heart Podcast. At The Heart, we like to say you don't have to go to church here to go to church here. That means you are already part of the community just by listening to the message today. If today's message connected with you, we want to invite you to share it with someone who may benefit from it. We would love to be a part of your journey of faith. Please visit us online at www.theheartchurch/next to see what your next step may be. And if you live near San Marcos, Texas, we would like to invite you to visit us in person this Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Remember to be bold this week and connect with those around you. It's how your relationships grow and how your faith grows.